If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Healthcare for Humans, hosted by Dr. Sundar, expands our understanding of the history and culture of different communities and how to provide culturally responsive care. There's an episode you should check out where guest Dr. Duran details the systemic barriers faced by individuals with DACA status and highlights the importance of addressing these barriers. Check out Healthcare for Humans on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com. I'm Tara Bradner, and this is Hopeful Hints, an infertility podcast where you will receive quick, hopeful hints to guide you through infertility. Here, you will find education, inspiration, and most importantly, find peace as you walk through this journey to fulfill your family vision. Welcome to Hopeful Hints. I'm your host, Dr. Tara Bradner. And on today's episode, I'm going to share my top 10 tips for going through IVF. These will be helpful for you, whether you're just starting or whether you're enduring your second, third, or more rounds of IVF. Before we get started, I want to invite you to use the link in today's show notes to schedule your free 20-minute call with me. Utilize this time to bring forward where you've been and where you're finding barriers to your infertility care. Let me walk beside you and help you navigate your journey to parenthood. Let's begin. When I went through IVF, I had very little support, very little resources. It was an isolating experience in time, which I'm sure many of you can relate to this. During my journey, I learned tips, I learned tools, and I implemented these things while already going through this. Being diagnosed with infertility was one of the most challenging things I've ever experienced. Today, I hope to provide you with information and support to help you go through this differently than I did. The following tips are short and simple things that can help you find peace and take back control of your journey through IVF to grow your family. Let's begin. Tip number one, have a support system in place right away. What does this mean? This may be emotional support, a support group, friends or multiple friends who perhaps have been through infertility treatments before you, particularly IVF. That was who I leaned into and it was only two people in the beginning. So it does not have to be a large group of friends. It can be simply one person who you trust who's been there for you before and during other hard times that you've experienced in your life, and even your family system. I know that can be challenging for some and isn't always the right system, but if you are close and if your family is understanding and truly you feel they are a support system, lean into them. I want to encourage you to have multiple support systems. We don't always want to be leaning into the same people time after time after time. I want you to try diversify your support group. So perhaps once a month, you're going to or attending a virtual or in-person support group. An example of this would be the one led by Resolve. Where I live, my nonprofit Everlasting Hope does host a once a month support group with a licensed counselor, and that, that is also run through Resolve. So looking for resources that do involve a group setting, in addition to your friends, perhaps your family, and even a coach or multiple coaches. I am telling you, I wish I would have had a fertility coach when going through IVF. 
There are many different types of coaches out there. So find one that fits you. Many offer free discovery calls. So take advantage of that and have some of those discovery calls with multiple coaches to find out which or a couple fit your needs. Tip number two, acupuncture. I encourage my patients all the time to start this before IVF treatment. It's important that this acupuncturist that you seek out does have training and experience working with those going through infertility. This individual will be able to meet with you and develop a plan of care to move forward. They'll let you know how many sessions or what is best for you. The reason why I'm really big into acupuncture is because this has been researched and studied to improve fertility outcomes, especially IVF. I personally had an ultrasound done that showed I had decreased blood flow to my uterus. And after cutting out caffeine and implementing four sessions of electro, that's different, electroacupuncture, I was able to see an improvement on the ultrasound. So there's physical evidence for myself that acupuncture was working. What acupuncture does is it promotes blood circulation, it assists with regulating hormones, and it also appears to have an anti-inflammatory effect. I continue to utilize acupuncture monthly for my endometriosis as it really helps control my cycle pain. In addition, it's thought to impact um, endorphin levels positively. So that's why you feel so calm and so good afterwards. I highly recommend adding an acupuncturist to your care team. Tip number three, supplements. There are known supplements that are thought to improve the outcome of your IVF treatment, whether it's um, your egg retrieval or your transfer. Those supplements will vary and differ. Many clinics have their own vitamin protocol that will provide you with some of these supplements to start. However, I recommend working with somebody, a healthcare provider or coach that's been trained in understanding fertility supplements. Many of these supplements are recommended to start 8 to 12 weeks before your retrieval and or transfer. So the sooner you can get this implemented into your care, better. Now, I will also say it's better to start it whenever you can versus not at all. Tip number four, being aware of your clinic's chain of command. Being able to ask your questions without fear of judgment is so vital to this process. I often hear from my patients, I don't want to bother them. I have a silly question and I'm scared to ask it, or I've asked before and it took days for them to get back to me. What this does is it prevents you from wanting to ask again, right? Like you're, you're, you're experiencing a barrier to your care and you'll then be less likely to want to ask again. I want to empower you to ask those questions the moment you have them. And one idea is to use a notepad in your phone and record them as they come to you. Then you can ask them at your next appointment or send an email or a communication message to your provider the next day. Number five, mindset work. Studies have been performed that demonstrate going through IVF is as stressful as going through cancer treatments. Men and women can both experience anxiety and depression when going through IVF. So it's not just the female. It's vital to have these tools in place to take care of your mental health as you move forward with treatment. So what does this look like? It can look like several things. It can be as simple as reading books. I found a lot of books that were written by others who have went through infertility or focused on mindset tools, and I utilized them when going through treatment. 
meditations. There's many free ones on YouTube. My favorite is the Circle and Bloom one, which I'll put a link for them today in, in today's show notes. They have a specific one for IVF. I also love affirmations. I have created some of my favorite affirmations for you as a free download, which I'll also put in today's show notes. I hung these in my bathroom and read them through two to three times a day. I put them somewhere where you'll see them or where you spend your evenings or mornings getting ready. As for meditations, I utilize these at night. I simply put my earbud in and I lay down and I go to sleep with my meditation playing. I typically fall asleep to them. I also did play it during our transfer and after because it had a specific one for uh, treatment after IVF. Number six, create a system to organize your medications and your medication schedule. My must-have is a pill planner for supplements. Between supplements and medications, you're going to want to get one right away that's larger in size. I also had a storage system in place for my medications, needles, alcohol swabs, and all of the other essentials for my medication administration. When we were going through IVF, we did have to travel out of state. So I had to make my system one that was able to be transported easily. But when you're at home and doing this at home, make a special place in your home with some cute decor, some candles, some affirmation cards, fun band-aids an acute storage system that makes us a little bit more appealing to look at multiple times a day. Tip number seven, understand your protocol and ask your doctor to explain why they chose that particular protocol for you. I find this to be a huge cause of stress for my patients and it's so hard to not compare your protocol with others, but please try not to do it. If you do, if you have a good discussion with somebody and you do find your care being very similar, take that protocol and present it to your doctor and ask them if it'd be a good fit for you or why it would not be a good fit for you. Keep in mind that every reproductive clinic is the same and not every doctor within the clinic is the same. They all have their own reasons and ways to why they do or do not do things. Number eight, be aware of what side effects could occur from your medication so they do not catch you off guard. Be aware that medications affect everyone differently. I always tell my patients, everybody is different, right? And so some will experience very little side effects and some will have numerous or just really strange side effects. It truly is just a unique experience, but be aware of some of the top side effects that can occur from your medications. Tip number nine, fertility affirmations. I talked about this a little bit ago but I wanted to make this an entire separate tip for you because I still use affirmations to this day outside of infertility. And it's an easy way to take a few minutes, very quick action that can be a very powerful thing to reset your mind. So once again, my affirmations are hanging on my bathroom wall where I can see them multiple times a day, but choose a place where you're going to see them multiple times a day or when you're getting ready. And I put my favorite ones in today's show notes for you to download. And tip number 10, consider adding a fertility coach to your fertility care team. You get to build your fertility care team. It should not just be your doctor. You should have a team of people caring for you as you walk through one of the hardest, most challenging times of infertility, which is IVF. This can be extremely beneficial to providing reassurance understanding and confidence as you move forward with treatment. 
There are different styles of coaches, such as nutrition, mindset, medical ones with medical understanding and background, and others are a combination, such as myself. Some of my patients do utilize a combination of coaches to fulfill their needs during IVF treatment. My top tip is to research your coach's background if they offer any sort of medical advice to ensure that they hold an actual medical degree or background. In addition, others offer different programs. Perhaps it's a download or a chorus or a group program or one-on-one services. Find what serves you best and do not hesitate to include multiple coaches, not just one. Or better yet, just jump on a couple free discovery calls and find one that fits your needs. See how you connect with them. Ask those questions. What is your biggest need that you have? And see if during that free call, they will be able to fulfill that for you. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Hopeful Hints. I will see you back here next week, Tuesday. If you enjoyed today's show, please head over and hit subscribe or leave a review for Hopeful Hints and Infertility Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you back here next week, Tuesday. If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Healthcare for Humans, hosted by Dr. Sundar, expands our understanding of the history and culture of different communities and how to provide culturally responsive care. There's an episode you should check out where guest Dr. Duran details the systemic barriers faced by individuals with DACA status and highlights the importance of addressing these barriers. Check out Healthcare for Humans on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com.